Welcome to Let's Just Face It. I am your host, Raquel Colina. It's time to address the issues that impact your lives and keep you from being who you were meant to be. Ladies, are you still hiding behind yourself or issues you just don't want to face? It's time to face them. I am here to help you face those issues holding you back. It's time to face those small fears and make big changes. Are you ready to get started? Well, hello there, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Let's Just Face It. Today is episode 28. You're not crazy. He's just toxic. When you are in a relationship and you start to hear that you are crazy, this is definitely a red flag. Remember the term brainwashing? If you've never heard of it, let me clarify for you. The term brainwashing was very commonly used when others were trying to reprogram your brain. The brain is very susceptible and you have to be very careful what you allow in yours. Your brain is so susceptible that you even have to be very careful what you put in in yours. All that crazy negative things that you tell yourself, you are reprogramming your brain to believe them. And this is why the more you keep telling yourself these things, the more you will believe they're actually true. Now, onto your partner. When you are in a relationship, you most likely started this relationship by being in love, by feeling good around this person. This feeling comes along with trusting this other person, being confident that this person is there for you no matter what, because this is what they have shown to you. You must grow to trust and believe this person until they prove they can't be trusted. The problem is there is no physical evidence. The emotional slash verbal abuser will leave no marks. All the evidence is right in front of you, but you won't see it until you want to see it. The evidence is in how you start feeling in the long run. This is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I wanted to let you know that you are not crazy. You feel like you are crazy because you have trusted this person while they have been reprogramming your brain. You might be asking, well, how does he do that? Well, let me tell you. First of all, he will love you enough that you believe it. This is called love bombing. There's more on this topic on episode 20 if you want to go back and listen. He will pull back the love. And then when he has you in his webs, believing he feels for you the same thing you feel for him, he will now start doing things that you won't see coming. He will gaslight you, meaning that he will play mind games with you to make you doubt yourself and your reality. More on this on episode 17 if you want to go back and listen. He will also manipulate you. He will tell you things that will sound one way to you, but it's actually for him to get his way in the long run. He will also twist everything around. Even if you catch him in a lie, he will make you think it was your fault. He will put you in a situation where he will say something like, if you don't like it, you can just leave. Then when you react in a way that he expected with something like, I think I deserve more. Okay. I think this is it. I think I'm leaving. He will come back and guilt trip you, telling you that you don't care about the relationship. Oh, you don't care about the relationship because it's that easy for you to leave? Is that what you're telling me? He will use this as a game to twist it all into making you the one to blame for the problem or just not caring enough to fix it. He will also make you react to his abuse, making you think that you're crazy and you are the abusive one. 
This will make sense in your brain once you realize you're acting crazy. This is called reactive abuse, and there is more of this on episode 21. The reactive abuse is he's taking you to where you can't take it anymore, then you explode. And then if somebody sees from the outside, it seems like you are the toxic person because you already reached your limit and you're acting like what is not really you, but that's not what it seems to the other person. And also in your brain, once you look back and realize what you're doing, you will probably tell yourself, wow, this is not me. I must be going crazy. Another way that you can think that you're going crazy is when you realize that you are not being treated well, but you have no idea what you did, and that is simply because you didn't do anything. You are with a person that does not feel the same way as you. If you're with a narcissistic person, any toxic person, any type of abuser, they don't feel the same way that you do. When we fall victims to these type of people in a relationship, it means that we are basically the total opposite of them. We are the type of person that tends to give in and give it all and fight for it while they are the ones trying to fool us, if that would be the right word, trying to make us fall for all their tricks and for all their manipulation tactics because we think totally different the way we structure everything in our brain versus the way they structure everything in their brain would not make sense to you. When you leave this type of relationship, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You start to ask yourself, like, why would they do this? How can a person be like this? It's like when you're watching a murder mystery, you're wondering how a person could have done something like that. Our brains function totally different. Did you see all the ways that he could make you think that you're crazy? That is what you're fighting with. The fact that he pulls you in and then pushes you out, it's not even being recognized by your brain because you're living for the sweet nothings that he's giving to you to keep you there. I was in a relationship like this one once I left my first toxic relationship. The signs are so freaking messed up that it's no wonder why it's easier to believe that you're going crazy than to believe a person with this mindset could actually exist out there. At least that was my thought. In my case, one of the reasons why I fell so hard so fast was because I had known him from my past. Once I told two people from my past about him, they were like not happy about me having found him again. But again, I ignored the signs. I even ignored the friends that were closer to me and they saw what was going on. Here's the thing. I had left a toxic relationship that I didn't even realize was an abusive relationship until the day I left. I also didn't work through the issues that had made me fall in that position in the first place. Therefore, I found myself in the same place. When we found each other, I thought someone familiar would work best. I did not want to start with somebody new, and I felt that if it was with somebody that I already knew, what could go wrong, right? What I didn't know was that he was a narcissist. He came in with huge love and looking for a place to fit into. He started telling me all these stories that made me feel sorry for him. It had me thinking like, wow, poor guy. Nah. He was just getting what he deserved, if any of it was actually true. Because that's how karma works, right? The first thing out of his mouth was, I'm ready for a new relationship, so please don't hurt me. 
wow, that was really a big one, makes you believe there is something out there and that he had been hurt so bad that I should be sure that I was heading into this relationship for the right reasons and in the right moment, making sure that I could provide what we both needed into this relationship. The reality is that I should have seen that red flag right there. Just like many others came and hit me in the face, I just didn't even want to see them. Why? Because he kept offering all these sweet nothings. What I hadn't seen was all the ways that he was sucking me dry. Again, because of all these sweet nothings, all these empty promises. When you are in doubt, do not look at the good things that keep you there. Look at the things that are making you feel some type of way. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in the little things and we don't see the big ones. Oh, but he did this for me. But he also did that. And you have to balance things out. Sit down and list the good things and the bad. If your good side is bigger than the bad, then don't sweat it. No relationship is perfect. We all have baggage that we bring into the next relationship. Some are things that should have been dealt with before starting a relationship, but that ball is totally in your court. If you feel like you're going crazy and you feel they keep bringing things to the table and you're always made out to be the bad one, if you're always feeling you are better when you are alone, then maybe you just might be right. If you are seeing things that you know are not right and you keep ignoring the signs, no one is going to point them out to you. It's up to you to stop acting like the blind and start taking action. You are not crazy, but you are living in an environment that is toxic. The problem with this type of environment is that the longer you're exposed to it, the more the damage. Did you know that there is a limited number of times that a person can call you crazy or anything else for that matter before you can actually start believing it? Yeah, it's true. The same way you have to stop the negative self-talk in front of the mirror The same way you have to stop others from doing the exact same thing. I'm not talking about just your partner anymore. This applies to any person that surrounds you. If you are told day in, day out to stop the negative self-talk, but you allow others to do it, it'll never stop. You have to start drawing boundaries, thick and clear for other people to see. The only way that you can stop others from programming your brain with the crap that is not true, is by lifting up your walls and only accepting the things that will build you up. If you feel that any situation or any person in particular are starting to make you doubt the things that you know are true and real, this is the time to assess and maybe move on for your own good. Being in a toxic relationship is way harder than being in a normal relationship that is already not a perfect one. When you are in a toxic relationship, you start believing that nothing is perfect. So the imperfections that come with the toxic relationship, you start to recognize as normal. What you have to realize is that you have to always, always analyze how you feel. The energy that you draw from that person, the way that you feel after having engaged with that person, that's what you have to actually think about. If you're talking to a person that you love, but they're making you feel uncomfortable, they're making you feel heavy and negative, then you have to start staying away from this person. It doesn't matter if it's a family member or if it's your partner or it's a friend. You have to step back for your own mental health well-being. When you're starting to feel like you're crazy or you feel like somebody else is starting to make you feel like you're crazy, 
you have to start analyzing the things that are around you and you have to start looking to see what is right. This is like having a limiting belief. When you're little and they tell you that you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're going to believe that you're fat even when you're not. If they tell you that you're dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're going to believe that you're dumb even though you're not. When you're with a person that is that same kind of toxic, because you have lived with a person like that when you're younger, it's going to seem like it's something more natural and red flags are going to fly by a little faster without you even noticing. But you have to understand that when you start to feel like you might be going crazy or any kind of negative way that you're starting to feel towards yourself, it is time to analyze your situation and see if, in fact, this other person is trying to make you believe what they're constantly telling you. It doesn't necessarily have to be just about you're crazy. We have to learn to start talking. So when we program people, we program them in a positive manner instead of in a negative manner. But when you're living with a person that will only deposit negative, damaging thoughts into your brain, there is no way that you could start feeling better about yourself until you remove this person from your life. You can start taking actions, but until you remove this person, you will keep feeling this toxicity in your life. Queen. You are not crazy. You're just in a crazy environment with a person that thinks that they can reprogram your brain so you believe what they're trying to tell you. The reason that this is going on is because they need a way to manipulate you so you can be for them what they need. If you feel like you're loving this person and giving them so much from yourself, but you are not getting back what you're putting into your relationship and everything that you're getting back is more negative than positive, mama, I gotta tell you, it's time to assess your relationship and try to fit into a better space. You are not meant to be belittled, ignored, undervalued, insulted, manipulated, gaslighted. No, this is not for you. And it's time that we recognize these toxic environments, these toxic people in our lives, in our surroundings, and we learn to deal with them and move away. I know it's not easy. I was there too. I was living under a very toxic relationship. Thank God I decided not let him support me because it would have taken a whole lot longer and it would have been a whole lot harder to get out. But that was me. Your cases will be different than mine. Your mentality will be different than mine. But let me tell you, I did not know what was going on. I am starting to learn all of this after I left, after I became better. It wasn't until recently that I started learning the names of all these things that I already had lived through. I had no idea what these names were. That is why when I started the podcast, I started with this vocabulary. I started explaining what these things were because for me, I had no idea these things existed. I thought I was in an imperfect relationship and I decided to leave because I thought that I could do better. I felt like I was wasting my time next to this person and I needed to feel better about myself. It all started because I wanted to lose 10 pounds. Once I lost those 10 pounds, I started feeling like the world belonged to me. Like I was Wonder Woman and I decided that I didn't want to live that way anymore. It wasn't because I knew that he was narcissistic or had narcissistic tendencies. 
it was because I got tired, because I started believing in myself more than I was believing in him. Every case is different, but you are not crazy, mama. And if you feel like it's driving you crazy, it's not you. It's him. He's toxic. You don't deserve this. And you definitely do not need this in your life. I have a little surprise for you. Go check my show notes or go to RaquelCalina.com. I will have a free guide that you can look into to help you deal with this. Look at my show notes and click download guide and the guide will be right there for you. I am here to help you to help you open your eyes and realize if you are in a toxic relationship. Because when you are in a toxic relationship, there's not much anybody can do to help you get out, but open your eyes. Once you're out of your toxic relationship, that's where the healing comes and everything can happen once you are out. What I've been wanting to do for this past year is help women recognize that they are in a toxic relationship, open your eyes, see where you are, and start moving forward. I hope that this has been of help to you. I'll see you next time. It has been a pleasure being with you here today. As always, thank you so much for joining us. And remember that you can share this episode with your friends and family. You can subscribe so you can get notifications when the next episode is up. And you can also review the show so you can help us reach more people. Thank you so much. Hope you have a blessed week. Take care. Bye-bye.